0: And don't forget to check out our website, www.hisheartline.com We're happy to have you. Let's get started. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, wherever you're at in the world. It is Wednesday, September 21st, 2022. Hope you all having a great day so far today. Welcome to 1% or well, well, first off, welcome to His Heart Line for another episode of 1% with Him. I am Jason, your co-host with God and Jesus Christ at my side. They are the host. They are the ones that are steering this ship and they are at the helm and they are... Steering our personal vessel through these crazy and chaotic waters that we call life. So welcome. Glad to have you all here today. And uh, it is Wednesday. I hope everybody's Wednesday is doing well and treating you well. Um, Today was quite the long day for me. I tell you, sorry for being a little bit late. Today was kind of an oddball day. We had to get some grocery shopping done right after work. And I had some other errands I needed to take care of. And we had to do an early dinner because my wife and daughter, they went to go see uh, my nephew's football game and they had to drive about 45 minutes away. And of course, by the time they get back is pretty much around the time I need to be already sleeping. So here I am. And uh, yeah, I tell you, sorry, I had some issues. I was trying to get on earlier, but Pond Bean, I, I don't know, it was probably not a Pond Bean thing. It was more of an Internet thing, but maybe a combination of the two. But I was having a hard time trying to get online. Um, I was trying to, you know, getting a connection to get Podbean to be working and, you know, kept saying I was having a network error, even though my internet shown it was working. And it's just, today's one of those days that it just does not want me to be live, I guess. I don't know, but anyway, so, uh, I don't know what's really going on in the world today. Today, I kind of stayed away from the news. I mean, I didn't, you know, I really honestly don't know what's kind of going on. I mean, I kind of do, kind of don't, you know. But um, the thing is, hold on a second. Just looking at my phone for a minute. All right, there we go. Um, You know, I just, I really have no idea. Really, you know, I, I try, there's some days I really just try to stay away from the news. I try to stay away from you know some of the podcast but um so but i am going to be coming back here on the other side for a uh, kind of like a bonus His hardline discussion um there are some things that i was going to cover on that so for the sake of time and because of the you know simple fact that i was having a hard time getting online here we're going to just kind of get right into the reading so today i'm going to be doing a reading out of psalm 24 and 25 and then like i said since i have a little bit more time on my hands my family is at a football game i'm going to be doing a a kind of like a bonus, his hardline discussion where we talk about the Constitution. Um, be bringing up a few uh clips that I what's going on, hardliners. See, this is what I'm talking about. See, I wasn't even near the button and it decided to want to play. See, this is the kind of crap that I engage in or that I, I have to deal with once in a while. You know, stuff all of a sudden wants to play, and uh, it's like either the internet wants to mess with me or somebody else wants to mess with me. I don't know, but anyway. So, like I said, we're gonna do a couple readings real quick. Psalm 24, pretty short uh, chapter, and then 25. We'll talk about that for a little bit and then try to scoot out of here so we can get back here by 7 or at least maybe 5 after 7 and uh, do like a bonus His our Line discussion where we talk about the Constitution, your rights, and the military as far as what the military is, you know, what their involvement is with the assembly and got a couple of few Awesome clips here of uh, our man Destry, who did an interview uh, some time back. So I pulled a couple of sound bites from Welcome that. Welcome to his hardline. Come on now. See, this is what I'm talking about. This is what exactly what I'm talking about. See, I had connectivity issues, and now music just wants to play randomly. I would not doubt if it happened one or two more times. This is so deeply frustrating. But anyway, so we're gonna be talking about some pretty pretty awesome topics here um, on the other side for the his Light discussion. So. Let's jump into it. So let's see here. So, chapter 24, chapter 24 out of the New American Standard Bible. And it reads The earth is the Lord's and all it contains, the world and those who live in it. For he has founded it upon the seas and established it upon the rivers, who may ascend onto the hill of the Lord and who may stand in his holy place. Now, one who has clean hands and a pure heart, who has not lifted up his soul to deceit and has not sworn deceitfully. He will receive a blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. This is the generation of those who seek him, who seek your face, even Jacob. Lift up your heads, your gate, uh, you gates, and be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the king of glory may come in. Who is the king of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, you gates, and lift them up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is the King of glory? The Lord of armies. He is the King of glory. Salah. (coughs) Excuse me. My voice feels like it's struggling again. It always does in the evening. I tell you, this is like the worst time to do a podcast. So in this psalm, King David extols God as the external king and, you know, as the Lord of hosts. And so this psalm has traditionally been associated with David's relocation of the Ark of the Covenant from the house of um, uh, Obed-Edom to Mount Zion. Now, a procession would have accompanied the ark with singing and music, and likely the psalm was composed for a choir. And the people at worship, or a chorus, would sing the first two verses, and then a leader asked questions starting in verse 3. And so David writes that the Lord owns the earth and everything in the earth and on it, including human beings. And so the fullness of earth is a reference to all of humanity. And as the one who created the world... And established its form, God is rightfully considered the master of everyone and everything. Let me repeat that. God is rightfully considered the master of everyone and everything. Not Satan. Just kind of case you didn't know. And so our, you know, the only righteous, only the righteous can properly worship the Lord in his house. And this involves having pure motives, a truthful approach, you know, what's your intentions? And hands which are not stained with evil. And so David writes that those who lead a righteous life will receive blessing from God. And so, calling out to the entire city of Jerusalem, David cries out for the city gates to swing open so the glory, so the king of glory can enter Jerusalem. In Hebrew, that exact same phrasing used in verse 7 is repeated in verse 9, emphasizing the poetry and the importance of that moment. And this psalm describes God as strong and mighty, mighty in battle, and the Lord of hosts. And so now as we get into verse, uh, excuse me, chapter 25, this reads, To you, Lord, I lift up my soul. My God, in you I trust. Do not let me be ashamed. Do not let my enemies rejoice over me. Indeed, none of those who wait for you will be ashamed, and those who deal treacherously without cause will be ashamed. Make me now know your ways, Lord. Teach me your paths. Lead me in your truth and teach me. For you are the God of my salvation. For you I wait all the day. Remember, Lord, your compassion and your faithfulness, for they have been from of old. Do not remember the sins of my youth and my wrongdoings. Remember my, me according to your faithfulness. For your goodness sake, Lord, the Lord is good and upright. Therefore, he instructs sinners in the way. He leads the humble in justice, and he teaches the humble his way. All the paths of the Lord are faithfulness and truth to those who comply with his covenant and his testimonies. For the sake of your name, Lord, forgive my wrongdoing, for it is great. Who is the person who fears the Lord? He will instruct him in the way he should choose. His soul will dwell in prosperity, and his descendants will inherit the land. The secret of the Lord is for those who fear him, and he will make them know his covenant. My eyes are continually toward the Lord, for He will rescue my feet from the net. Turn to me and be gracious to me, for I am lonely and afflicted. The troubles of my heart are enlarged. Bring me out of my distress. Look at my misery and my trouble and forgive all my sins look at my enemies for they are many and they hate me with violent hatred guard my soul and save me do not let me be ashamed for i take refuge in you let integrity and uprightness protect me for i wait for you redeem israel god from all his distress and so what does psalm 25 really mean so the psalm follows an acrostic pattern And so, each verse begins with a letter of the Hebrew alphabet, and in this prayer, David perceives life as a difficult journey that can be pursued successfully only with the Lord's guidance. And so, David is concerned about his foes and his faults and entreats the Lord to deliver him from both, and he trusts in the Lord as the God of his salvation, who can keep him from being ashamed by his treacherous enemies. And so, David appeals to God for guidance and for forgiveness, and so The psalm expresses confidence that God will forgive youthful sins, something David presumes for himself, given that his heart and attitude are godly. And out of consistent love, the Lord never stops caring for those who seek him. And kind of to add a little bit more to that is, you know, that's one reason why, you know, as I get older, I often still ask God for forgiveness, even though I'd asked him a couple different times. I still ask him for forgiveness for, you know, from my younger days when I used to be a DJ and I used to play all that, you know, crap music, that satanic type music that just did nothing but promote promiscuity and drug use and alcoholism and, and polygamy and just, you know, everything under the sun. I felt like I damned a lot of souls, you know, over to Satan because of all the crap that I promoted. But like I said, You know, everybody makes a conscious decision to either go the righteous way or the unrighteous way. Well, you know, as I get older and the more I got closer to Christ and God, I start realizing exactly what my wrongdoing was at that time. Again, wrongdoings that I did in my youth that I didn't really think much of at the time. But as I get older and the more I learn and the more I grow deeper in Christ, the more I start realizing, wow, you know, some of the stuff that I did then really was significantly sinful. And so I still ask for forgiveness on that, you know, cuz again, we all have done dumb things in our youth, right? <clears throat> so um And so anyway, so the prayer, this prayer also recognizes the Lord as good, upright, merciful, loving, and the friend of those who fear him. And so David acknowledges that God provides knowledge and correction for all people. And those who are willing to listen. Those who are not arrogant or stubborn can learn from God's love and follow his will. I'm going to add a little bit more to that. This is very important. People should really pay attention to and listen. We need to drop, if you're an arrogant or stubborn individual, you need to drop your arrogance and stubbornness. If you hold, if you have a lot of pride. You need to drop your pride. If you have a giant ego that needs to get checked and never return. All this stuff, arrogance, stubbornness, pride, ego, all that crap needs to leave. If you're going to follow and learn in God's love and follow his will. You can't follow God's will if you have a huge ego. Because if you have a huge ego, you're always going to think that your way is the best way. If you have arrogance, you're going to think that your way is the only way. If you have, you know, if you're stubborn, you're going to think that no other way is any better than yours. And yours is, you know, I mean, it's all synonymous in one form or another. I'm just reading the chat board. Yeah, you're right stubbornness is associated with rich craft. yep absolutely rita um and so it's just you know if you're you know you, you have to drop all of that if you're going to learn from god's love and follow His will. and so even though david's life mostly followed god's will he did not claim to be perfect as none of us are now here he acknowledges though that he is a sinner who needs to be forgiven and that's not to say, God, I am a sinner, you know, and, and you just keep pounding on that, you know, and you keep beating that drum. I'm a sinner. I'm a sinner. No. You're not, it's one thing to acknowledge that you have been born into a fallen world, but it's another thing to keep beating yourself up and telling God, I'm a sinner. God knows that. God knows we're all sinners. He's not stupid. But he echoes in this, in this verse, he echoes the earlier verses of the psalm, and he connects obedience to God with increased knowledge and less chance of disaster. And so turning to him, excuse me, turning to express his need, David regards the Lord as the only one who can deliver him from the danger that distressed him. Once again, while pleading for rescue, David admits his sin and asks for forgiveness. And so the psalm concludes with a prayer from Israel's rescue. You know, that's one thing that I will say that there seems to be a lot of struggle when it comes to really anything in life, right? Whether if you're in school or at work, or for example, maybe even some of the, you know, in the assembly, in the national assembly, different state assemblies, county assemblies, right? We experience this everywhere, workplace, everywhere. Teamwork and unity cannot be achieved. When you have pride, ego, and arrogance deeply embedded in you, you just can't there's you know we need we need other people, whether we know it or not or whether we want to admit it or not and i'm a pretty I'm a pretty individualistic you know man i I like to work on my own a lot of cases and a lot of you know in a lot of instances. I have always been a loner through most of my life, and when I say a loner, I don't mean you know that loser nobody wants to be friends with. Believe it or not, I was very particular with who I wanted to be friends with. in fact, when I was in high school, I didn't have clicks <clears throat> I didn't have clicks, and that was for a reason. maybe it was because i maybe I'm just an old soul and a young body i don't I don't know, but what I do know is that I did not want to fit in with the norm. I did not want to go along with the status quo. Excuse me while I take a sip of water. That was more of a camel sip. That was a long sip. Sorry about that. Really thirsty. Been drinking a lot of water today. But, you know, I did not want to go along with just anything. And so, you know, but just because I was always kind of like a loner, somebody that I always like kind of being an independent, you know, guy, which which is probably one of the reasons why I had no problem traveling on the road by myself and and not, uh, you know, not really feeling like I was alone because, you know, I used to travel on the road for five years with my marketing job that I did, you know, bouncing around from state to state to state, living in and out of hotels, you know, for most people a secluded life like that, that would be, you know, it would just be extremely boring or lonely and people would probably go nuts. But like, I always had a way to keep myself busy, but all that said, you know, at the end of the day though, being an individual and independent and like, liking to do things on my own does not mean that, you know, I did not work well in unity with other people. We need other people. And in order to work with other people and need other people, you know, you also got to humble yourself and turn to God because God gave us people for companionship and he gave one particular individual that we could eventually hopefully be blessed enough to find and call our spouse or our best friend. Okay, we need people, we need relationships. But in order to have a good, healthy successful relationship, in my humble opinion, you have to drop your ego. You have to drop your arrogance and you have to drop your stubbornness and your pride. Because I tell you right now, once your sure way to, to lose a friendship, once your sure way to lose a spouse or a, a good relationship with really anybody, let your pride show. Let your ego come through. Show just how bullheaded you are. I guarantee you, you will not have many people stick by your side if you have all those characteristics shine through like a soon-to-be-dead light bulb. So anyway, that's really all I got for you today. Let's do a quick prayer, because like I said, on the other side, I'm going to do a His hardline bonus discussion, something that was kind of on the fly here. So let's do a quick prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you so very much for this day. We thank you for another day of good, you know, health, you know, good light, good health and another day of life for our families. And we just pray that you always continuously guide us each and every day, guide our thoughts, guide our words, you guide our, you know, just guide everything, guide our thoughts, our words and our actions. Um, just to help us, you know, lead us along each and every single day that we may always make the right decisions because it's, you know, it's the correct decisions that help form us to be the best version of ourselves. And so we just want to just say thank you so very much, Father, for just all the many blessings that you really gift us on a daily basis, different gifts that we often overlook, and just want to say thank you. And so with all of this, we pray in your Holy Son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. And so that is really all I got for you today. Like I said, I'm going to be coming back here on the other side. We're going to do a his hardline discussion. It's a bonus one. We're going to talk about the constant everything, you know, talk about the Constitution. We're going to talk about your rights, and um, <clears throat> we're going to talk about uh, the military and how the military was behind starting the assemblies. Um, some just very interesting topics got some sound clips that I pulled from Donna Brandenburg's uh, conversation she had with John Tater who is running for uh, sheriff in Wayne County over by Detroit side of Michigan I got some sound clips from Destry who is also in the assembly from an interview that he did some very relevant topics that I felt like we need to hear here um, at his hard line so come on back here um, hopefully I don't have any more sound issues and We will be back. Have a blessed day or night, wherever you're at in the world, and we will see you later. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is it for the day. Thank you for joining us here at His Line. Remember, we need to spend at least 15 minutes each day with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That is literally 1% of our time on a daily basis. Spend a little time in the Bible. Spend some time in prayer. You'd be amazed what Jesus will do to you. Drop. And Don't forget to check out our website, www.hishardline.com for all the latest updates.